creative journey It's easy to get lost But don't worry, you'll lift off Sometimes you just need a creative pep talk Hey, you're listening to Creative Pep Talk, a weekly podcast companion for your creative journey. I'm Annie J. Pizza. I'm a New York Times bestselling author and illustrator, and I will be your guide on this creative expedition. Let's go. Things are not the same as they were, and I am tired of pretending otherwise. In fact, If I'm completely honest, I'm just plain tired. I'm sleepy. The past eight years have been unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life, and nothing is like it used to be. And it got me thinking, like if we landed on Mars on New Year's Day, this New Year's Day, and I turned to you and I was like, hey, got any resolutions? You'd probably be like, yeah, lose some weight, walk the dog more, you know, travel. No. You wouldn't be like that. Why? Because you're on freaking Mars. You're in a totally new world. And when you're in a new world, it's going to mean new goals. If you crash land in a place, in a way that you never saw coming, like a meteor blasting out of the sky, That's going to have some deep impact on your goals, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I don't know if you're a deep impact or Armageddon person, but either way, your goals are not going to be just eat less and reach your potential. They're going to be more like eat whatever helps you get to the next day and just just reach the next day for the love of God. Like That's what it's going to be like if you crash land into a strange planet. And I can't say what your world has been like lately, but I feel like I've crash landed on the strangest planet. Family I thought that I knew deeply transformed into political zombies that just say whatever their favorite news anchor has said verbatim. And I thought I was ready for the robot uprising. I thought I knew what that was going to look like. Um, But I never saw them coming and kind of being like David and Alexis from Schitt's Creek and being like manual labor. No, no, ew. I don't don't want to do any of that. Oh my God, ew, David. I want to be like a thinker, maybe a painter. I just didn't see that coming. They kind of looked at everything that was on offer and they're like, hmm, self-checkout. I'll haphazardly phone that in and... uh, maybe really focus on my album that explores what it would be like if Tupac sang Biggie songs and just go super hard on that. That's what they decided to do. And of course they did, because that's the fun stuff. Nobody wants to be a self-checkout AI. I get it. Um, And also don't forget, according to high-ranking officials from the Pentagon, this planet now is absolutely littered with aliens. Or he might not have said that, but he did say that they had alien bodies. Um, uh, do you believe him? Do I believe? I don't know, man. The freaking planet is strange, and I don't know what's going on. And I've thought about it, and the more I've thought about it, the more I feel like it's not surprising that I'm not sprinting into January 1st with clear, focused goals because the world is different, 
And that means your goals have to be different. You have to approach it in a totally different way. And so this is a very dramatically different world and we are going to have to think about intentions and goals in the future dramatically different because the future is not gonna be what we thought it was. And so you're on Mars and you might not be ready to train for a marathon or go gluten-free right now. Um, And if you are, go for it. Cool. If you can figure that out, I'm all for it and I'm very supportive of you. But um, for those of us that don't feel like we can just hit the ground running a marathon, maybe you need to spend January doing what any tired person needs to do. And maybe you need to spend January dreaming. So we got our first Factor Meals, and I am pumped to tell you about them. First off, we absolutely loved them. Delicious chef's kiss for the chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals that come straight to your door. I can definitely see how when deadlines are out of control or you're in a super busy season, how Factor Meals can lighten your load while still giving you options like veggie, vegan, and even low-calorie Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can even pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Head to factormeals.com slash peptalk50 and use code peptalk50 to get 50% off. That's code peptalk50 at factormeals.com slash peptalk50 to get 50% off. So I have declared my January dreamuary, and I'm taking an entire month to try to figure out what the hell I'm doing, and I'm going to be dreaming about what the future could look like, given that the world is very different. And if you'd like to join me, here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to try and force it. Daydreaming is something you do in a particular brain state. I think it's just like the dreams that you have at night. You have a particular brain state that you need to be in to have dreams at night. And that's the sleep state. And you can't just go to sleep the exact second you command yourself. You may not know what your dreams are the second the ball drops in January. That's okay. You can't just dream on command. And so instead, what would it look like to treat your daydreams and your creativity just like your night dreams and falling asleep. I actually think they have a lot in common. You can't flip on dreams like a light switch, but you can turn the lights out and turn on the white noise and flip the pillow and get all cozy. You can't control falling asleep, but you can control the environment and the routine and the wind down that all contribute to your ability to find that brain state that you're after. And you can quit staring at your phone for hours on end and filling your face with garbage and blue light and other people's dream lives. That also might help. I'm going to try to do that too. But instead of creating the atmospheres for sleep, what does it look like to create an atmosphere for daydreaming? Let's talk about that.
So this week, your creative call to adventure is going to be to create your daydream, literally. Okay, so what is the ideal atmosphere for daydreaming? I can't tell you that exactly because everybody's different. Just like sleeping, you might need white noise, whereas I might need silence. Or heck, you might be one of those crazy kids like my buddy Brian from high school who had to have the TV on all night and I couldn't freaking sleep. Damn it, Brian. Turn the freaking TV off. I'm going to be exhausted in the morning. But I wasn't confident enough to tell him then. That's why I got to air my grievances <laughs> 20 years later on a podcast. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what helps you sleep. But here's what I can tell you. Daydreaming is a lot like night dreaming. You have to figure out what is the perfect atmosphere? What is the routine? What is the wind down? What helps me not flip on creativity, flip on a daydream that the second the ball drops, the second I need it, the second I command it to, but how do I create a space where I can fall into that state? Uh, and, I, and I really do think there's an extra layer here. It's not just about dreaming about the future and resolutions and goal setting and all that. I actually think that daydreaming is just what creativity is. And so this applies to your goal setting, but it also applies to any time you're going to be creative. I ran into this quote the other day that I just thought, this is exactly it. And it was by cartoonist Robert Mankoff. And he said, being creative is dreaming while you're awake. And that might seem simple, but I think it is exactly, literally what's happening. I think the creative state is almost identical to the dream state. I mean, what is creativity other than conjuring up images and stories and scenes that symbolize how you feel and what you're processing and the experiences that you've had lately? Like that's dreaming. It's just doing it while you're awake. And this is great news because daydreaming, aka being creative, is just like dreaming. Yes, getting into the right brain state may take some learning or effort, but once you're there, it's effortless. And this is really great news if you're a creator. And I can't remember which dream analyst I heard say this. So if you know, let me know and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, they said that dreams are proof that your unconscious mind is capable of instantaneously creating symbols. And I would add not just instantaneous, but effortless it is effortless to dream. No one has to try to dream. They have to maybe try to fall asleep. But once you're in that state, it is a, your brain's function to instantaneously and effortlessly conjure up worlds and scripts and symbols and plots literally overnight. And just like everyone dreams, whether they remember it or not, everybody is creative, whether they notice their creativity or not. You fantasize and daydream and create future worlds in your mind all the time, whether you realize it or whether you don't. Every time you grieve, oh, I wish it was like this, I wish it was like that, oh, I wish things didn't go that way, I wish they went that way, that is a type of dream state. And if you want to remember your dreams, your daydreams or your night dreams, I think it's the same kind of thing. Like at night, 
Some people say they don't remember their dreams and the experts would say the key is to start writing them down because if you do that, you will communicate to your subconscious that you would like to start remembering these things and you will just start naturally remembering more of your dreams. And I wonder if that applies to your creativity as well. Like if you are creative all the time without realizing it or daydreaming all the time without realizing it, if you set up the right atmosphere and you start capturing those things and taking notice of those creative ways that your brain just naturally and effortlessly and instantaneously creates new worlds, like you will be more conscious of that and you will be able to be more creative on purpose. So... While I can't tell you whether brown noise or pink noise will get you into that daydream beta, theta, kappa, brain state, or whatever, I can tell you that dreaming up your new goals and your next mission is a real and legitimate and and important creative act all in its own right. And if you're already a creator, you know a lot about creating things. You know about the mood lighting and the lo-fi beats that you need to get into the creative state. And the same is true for daydreaming up what you want your future to look like. And so here is your creative call to adventure. What gets your brain in the mood for making? What does it look like for you to get into the music state or the writing state or the painting state? Here is the kicker. Here's the action Your call to adventure is to dream in your medium. If you are a painter, quit trying to come up with a list of goals. Maybe you can get into that second. You can interpret those daydreams. We'll talk about that in the next episode. But what would it look like for you to actually paint your dream future? Write a song from the perspective of your multiversal self on December 31st, the future you in 2024 in the timeline that you hope that you're in. If you're a filmmaker, maybe you could make a short form video pretending like you're living the dream in 12 months. I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, so that's not how I would do it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw the future that I want to live in. And I'm going to start with the same thing that dreams start with. And it's not image creation. It starts with feelings. It starts with getting in touch with what are you actually feeling? Not what you should be feeling on January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd. Not the, not the energy that you should be having in the old world, but the energy that you're actually having on this very weird, strange planet that we all find ourselves in right now. What are you feeling? That's where your dreams come from. It's the first question that a dream interpreter or dream analyst or psychologist will ask you isn't just um, what happened, but how did you feel about what happened? That's the key because these dreams, these symbols, they're emanating from a place of feeling. And I think your daydreams and your goals should come from the same place. You should start with saying, okay, I feel trapped. I feel scared. I feel tired. Okay, well, that's a great place to start because it sounds like a bunch of things that you don't want to feel. Well, what would make you feel less trapped? What would make you feel like an explorer? What would make you feel free? What would make you feel energized? 
that's the kind of future that I want to daydream. And it just energizes me even just talking about it, as you can probably tell. And so that's what I'm talking about. Let yourself feel it and then translate it into an image, a song, a blog post. Create a new future on this very new planet that we're finding ourselves in. And we can worry about turning this into a goal or action later. We're going to be dreaming all month. We have the time. I think the fact that we are in such a dramatically different place means that we need more time and space to allow ourselves to dream. It's okay if you didn't start January feeling energized and focused. I don't think anybody feels like that after the kind of crash landings that we have all experienced. And I want to add just one more thing for you if you are a daydreaming creative insomniac, someone that has just not been able to get into that brain state. Um, first of all, that's okay. I mean, it's going to be hard to catch any sleep or dreams in the level of chaos that we have all been collectively experiencing. Um, but I wanted to share something with you that helps me when I'm feeling um, like an insomniac in real life, someone who is finding it difficult to fall asleep. And it's this idea of quiet wakefulness. And it's basically just lying down with your eyes closed and pretending like you're asleep. And it's not just a tool to trick yourself into sleeping. The cool thing about it is that while it's not as restorative as actual sleep, it provides a decent chunk of the benefits of actual sleep. And that's really, really good news. It's good news because A, you can control doing that. You can lay down with your eyes closed in a dark room and just relax and pretend like you're sleeping, even if you can't force yourself to fall asleep. So that's good. That, that means you can get some of that stuff that you need just by pretending. But B, the second reason why this is really, really good news, this idea of quiet wakefulness, is that when you know that you get a lot of the benefits of sleep just by pretending to sleep, it actually allows you to quit stressing out that you can't sleep because you know you're being productive. And if you are, like me, struggling to dream in this new world, struggling to find hope and excitement for the next 12 months and, and clarity and focus, if you're having a hard time getting into that brain state, maybe... Do what I'm going to try to do, which is quit worrying about it so much and just pretend. Set up the easel, set up the Word doc, set up your daydream piece. And even if you can't quite get there, you could get some of the benefits of that brain state by just doing some quiet uncreativity, by just tricking yourself into thinking, I'm pretending to be creative. I'm putting lines on a page. I'm putting words into a document. I'm, I'm strumming the guitar. Look at me, I'm being creative. And I would have to guess that just like quiet wakefulness, that you're gonna get a significant amount of benefits as you would get from actually being creative. And you might even just slip into that amazing daydream space.
Creative Pep Talk is your weekly podcast companion for your creative journey. I'm your host, Andy J. Pizza. I'm a New York Times bestselling picture book maker and illustrator for clients like Apple and Xbox. I pep talk teams at creative hubs like Warby Parker and Sesame Street, and I make this podcast because as someone with ADHD, it takes a whole lot of creativity just to get out of bed in the morning, let alone attempting to try to create a thriving creative practice. This show is just me sharing the things that seem to be helping me in case it helps anybody else. Shout out to Yoni Wolf and the band Y for our theme music and soundtrack. Huge thanks to Connor Jones of Pinning Beautiful for sound design and editing the show. Massive thanks to Katie Chandler, Ryan Appleton, and Sophie Miller for podcast assistance of all kinds. And thanks to you for listening. Until we speak again, stay pepped up.